On today's episode of Video Marketing Madness, we're going to discuss how Facebook was fined $175 million. What? And how you can avoid from being fined yourself. Yeah. And today's episode is made possible by our good friends at Thumbnail Blaster. That's right, Thumbnail Blaster. The easy way to create massive, amazing, beautiful thumbnails for your YouTube channel. And the best part is they've got all the templates built in already. Plus, you can make custom templates. And all you have to do is choose your video, choose the thumbnail, make a little customization, hit a button, and it's going to automatically post that into your video on YouTube. You don't even have to open up YouTube in order to do this. I've done this with thousands of of videos already, and uh, we'll probably be doing many, 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 many more over the next year. So, so I got a question. I got a question. Oh. What, what is and uh, the recommended videos? What does YouTube say is a big uh, factor towards getting recommended? Well, it's funny you ask that, Steve. <laughs> Believe it or not, YouTube themselves usually pretty tight-lipped on uh, certain things like uh, how they do their rankings and their their preferred videos and, and all of that kind of stuff. They came out and they said it straight up that when they're choosing the videos that they recommend. They do it based off of two things, your title and your thumbnail. If your thumbnail doesn't grab attention and your title doesn't grab attention, you're not going to be recommended by YouTube. So you need to make sure you do that. And you can do that very easily with Thumbnail Blaster. Even if you have no art experience whatsoever, you can make amazing thumbnails in seconds. And again, all done automatically. You don't have to go to YouTube or anything. You do it right inside the program and post it directly to your video on YouTube without ever even going to YouTube. So if you want to check it out, then head on over to raythevideoguide.com slash thumbnail blaster, all one word, thumbnail blaster, and you'll be able to not only pick up thumbnail blaster, but we got a lot of extra goodies for you that you can get by heading over there too. And so with that, Steve, let's hit something that's a real goodie, and that is the Ray the Video Guy theme song. Here we go. Hit it, Ray. He's Ray the Video Guy. Yeah, Ray the Video Guy. His skill is where it's at. Even if he's a little fat, he's filled with video expertise. And has so much knowledge that you need. His YouTube ninja tricks can make your marketing so sick. He's Ray the Video Guy, yeah, Ray the Video Guy. And it's the radio show about video, video marketing madness with Ray the Video Guy, and I'm Steve Sleeper, homepage, govmm.com, where you can subscribe to all the podcatchers and get social with us. Yes, you can. Love it. And of course, very, very good. if you're going to do that, we could sure use some great five-star reviews. So head on over to your favorite podcast catcher and give us a five-star review. Apple Podcasts, one of the best places to do that. And uh, oh, we yeah. could sure use it, and we would sure appreciate it. We sure so would. It. Get out there and do it. And don't call me Shirley. That's right. Surely yeah. you can do it. Mm-hmm. Don't call me Shirley. Don't All right, Steve. Shirley. So today... We've got kind of a, we should have a, I, I should have thought of this, we should have had like a, uh, you know, breaking news, alarm, you know, warning sort of thing, maybe a, a test of the emergency broadcast system sound for this particular episode because... I was trying to make noises on my tablet, but it didn't uh, work. Too late. Yeah, but yeah. that's because YouTube uh, just got fined $175 million 
And uh, because of that, they are now requiring some new things on YouTube that you have to pay attention to. And we'll talk about why you have to pay attention to it, why you could get yourself into trouble, and why you probably won't get yourself into trouble. But you do want to take some sort of action because the fine is uh, YouTube got $175 million, but if you break the rule now, uh, it's $42,500 per video that you uh, cause havoc with. Uh, you know, based on government findings of what that havoc is. So you got to make sure that you take care of this. And what I'm talking about is what's called COPPA, C-O-P-P-A, which is the uh, Childhood uh, Children's Online Privacy and Protection Act. Now, this is an act that started way back in the early 2000s when the Internet was really starting to take off. And it was there to try and protect children's privacy from predators online. Well, in you know a few years later, they updated that a little bit and made some changes to it and included new things. And now they've updated it again. And they're including all sorts of things that really make no sense when it comes to protecting children. Um, quite honestly, I think, uh, you know, <laughs> this is my opinion and my opinion only. I think the government, somebody in the government said, hey, you know what? We could probably find these guys $175 million if we uh, interpret this a little bit differently. And that's uh, kind of what they did. And uh, so what I'm talking mm -hmm. about here is dealing with declaring your content as either for children or not for children. And this can be kind of confusing at first because when we think of that, you know, immediately people start thinking, oh, it's adult-themed content that they're trying to protect from children. And that is not the case at all. This has nothing to do with protecting children from seeing, uh, you know, videos where people are swearing and, and things like that. It has nothing to do with that. What this has to do with is advertising and how data is collected when you're doing advertising. So when you run ads on YouTube, on Google, on Facebook, you gather data on people so that you can target your ads. So for instance, uh, you may want to run your ad to... Uh, people that are over the age of 45, uh, make over $100,000 a year, are male, and uh, like uh, Ford Merc uh, Mustangs. So that might be your targeting, okay? So in order to target to that audience, you have to gather that data of who fits that category. And the problem is that when children are on YouTube and you're gathering data based off of what they're doing online... The government is now saying that you're invading a child's privacy and you, they need to protect those children from that. Now, how is gathering data over, you know, what videos they watched hurting their privacy or, you know, making them unsafe? I, I don't understand. It doesn't make any sense. But that's the law. That's what they're doing. And they're, people are trying to fight this law right now, by the way. They're trying to make changes to it. And there's a, a period from now until sometime in December, I believe, where you can make your voice known and, and heard about this. But right now, come January 1st, you need to make every video on every channel compliant with this law, or you could potentially face a fine of $42,500 per video. And Steve, what do you think about all that? Well, I've first of all, I've gone out to all my channels and in the settings, overall settings, I just say my channel doesn't make any videos sure. for kids so i'm good there the thing that you and i were discussing before the show started uh was okay wwe that would be an example kids watch wwe it's really not meant for kids you know there's some stuff that's maybe slightly risque 
And typically what they're doing is watching it on their parents' channel. So, you know, what I asked you before we went on the air is, uh, if, if a tree falls in the woods and nobody's there, does it make any sound, you know? And, uh, well, unfortunately it does, um, at least to an extent, because, and, and yeah, I, I think WWE is a perfect example of that because they, they fall in a category where a lot of their stuff isn't really meant for children, but at the same time they do target children. That's, that's a big part of their audience. Now, does that mean that their YouTube content is for children? The answer is technically a no, but it could be construed as a yes. And therefore, if they're not running their advertising based off of that, they could get fined for misdeclaring that. Now, another huge category for this is video games. All of those video game videos that are out there of people playing different games that's going to be hit majorly. There's going to be a lot of people in that industry losing a ton of money if they cannot do targeted ads anymore because they could determine that, oh, well, this is children that are watching this. And by the way, children in terms of YouTube and in terms of the government, or at least in terms of YouTube, is 13 and under, and I believe the government is the same with that. Um, Technically speaking, anybody under 13 is not supposed to have a YouTube account, at least not a regular account. They do have YouTube kids now for children so that children can have an account that is protected all the time. So the problem here is, one, this government law was not meant for this. This government law was meant to protect children from online predators. And running advertising is not the same thing. And it really should not even come in the same, you know, the same world. But it does, unfortunately, at least for now. Um, the other part of that is... You know, if parents are letting their kids use their account, which they're not supposed to do, technically speaking, um, you know, why is that the online video producer's fault? And why should they be fined? And why should anybody be fined, first of all, for it? But, you know, why should, why should they be fined for this? There's YouTube for kids to make sure that that doesn't happen. And YouTube clearly states that, you know, if you're under 13, you're not supposed to have an account. So if people are doing this, it's, it's more the parents' fault for letting them do it than it is the video creators. So it doesn't make a whole lot of sense that they're going after these people. Well, and let's say that the video, it's a channel that has set their channel settings for I don't make videos for kids. Kids go on their parents' account and watch it anyhow. I don't get it. You know, I mean. Yeah, uh, how's the government going to know who's actually watching? That's, that's part of the problem. Yeah. Yeah. So it really doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but I could really see them going to these video game producers or the WWE or, you know, some of these other things that are borderline and saying, well, you declared that this video of X isn't for children, yet it seems like the majority of your audience is children. Therefore, you're breaking the law. Therefore, there's a $42,000 fine per video. And that's where I see there's no real clear definition of what that is you know and if i declare that it's not for children and children watch it then they can just say well you should have said it was for children and so therefore we can fine you you know and and i'm sorry but there's not much that a producer can really do and this is really going to hurt people because the way that these channels make money is through advertising and the way they do advertising is by targeting. Okay, males 25 to, to 50 that are looking for a new car, you know, things like that. 
And if they can't target that way anymore, then they're going to lose money. They'll still be able to run ads. Don't get me wrong. You know, these video game people, the WWE, whatever, they can run ads, but they're going to be contextual ads. And that's going to be more like television where you're going to say, well, uh, you know, we're just going to run this general ad here and, and hope for the best versus really knowing your audience and being able to follow and target that audience. So it, it's, it's a big issue and it could cost people a lot of money for something that really doesn't do what it says it's going to do and is just, for the most part, abject foolishness, really. It, it, I mean, it just it doesn't make any sense. It never was meant for this purpose when it was enacted. It was meant to empower parents, and that's not what this does now. This does the opposite of that. It, it, it actually you know, disempowers people, and, and it's really, it's just wrong. It's, it's, not a, it's not a good law, and hopefully, you know, hopefully in this period where they're discussing this, these politicians will kind of, you know, understand and, and you know, fix this. Um, I have my doubts, but, um, you know, I, I can certainly hope that that would be the case because it really, it doesn't make any sense at the end of the day that they can do this to, to, uh, to the creators. The creators are not doing anything wrong by running ads. You know, YouTube is not doing anything wrong by running ads. Parents aren't even doing anything wrong by allowing kids to use YouTube on their phones or on their tablets. I mean, the, you know, you got to monitor what your kids are watching, but at the same time, you know, who's the government to restrict that? You know, the, the power of COPPA was literally supposed to be if a predator is online trying to, to, you know, connect with a child, it protects that child from that predator. And run, seeing an ad about toys or, or what have you is not, you know, that's not a predatory uh, situation. So it doesn't make any sense. And, and hopefully it gets, uh, you know, gets changed and, and fixed. But uh, I do have my doubts. Now, that being said, go ahead, Steve. Well, okay, complex. so I could see them uh, saying you can't target a demographic 13 and under. But are you, you saying... By the all, way, you can't do that now. You can't do that now. Okay, but are you saying that all demographic targeting could go away as it uh, relates to uh, Google Ads uh, on, t if, on YouTube? If you have content that is geared towards children, yes. I see. Okay. And if they decide that your content targets children. So again, WWE may not be trying to target children, but they get a lot of children watching it, so they fall into that gray ground. Uh, people doing video game stuff, same thing, falls into that, that gray area where they could say, well, you know, you said this is for adults and maybe you didn't specifically make it for children. Lots of children are watching it, though, and, and you're, you know, running ads to them and following them. So uh, $42,000, please. You know, and that's going to mm -hmm. put, I mean, who can afford to, to, to take a hit like that? Not many people. Mm -hmm. you know, most, of the, most of the people that are doing YouTube channels are not multi-million dollar or billion dollar companies. They are you know, guys just doing it for the heck of it sometimes, especially in the video mm -hmm. game industry. Some of them, are, you know, most of them are probably not making any money doing it. Some of them are making a lot of money, but most of them are probably making a little bit of money here and there. And a lot of them probably not making much of anything. And so to find these people, I mean, it just, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. It's just a absolute madness. But as with all things like that, we still have to comply and uh, do our part anyway, at least in the time being. And the way that we do that is we have to go in and we need to declare our content as either for children or not for children. And again, just to clarify what that means, when we say for children, in other words, that means 
content that is specifically made for children versus content that is made for, you know, non-children. Again, it doesn't have anything to do with, you know, R-rated content being for adults only. That's not what this means. This deals with only if the content is specifically made for children or not. Okay, and the way that uh, the way that you do that is you're going to have to do it in one of three ways. There's three ways that you can set this up and make sure. And by the way, um, just to clarify, if you do nothing, if you do nothing, YouTube will decide for you. Okay, they will choose. This is either for children or not for children on all your stuff. And they can't look at every video and decide this. So they will make a general statement of, okay, this is clearly a, a, a channel that's not for children. So everything on here is not for children. There's a problem with that. If you have, you know, if you've got mixed content and a couple of your videos are for children and you don't do anything and YouTube comes in and makes this change and goes, oh yeah, this, you know, this channel is mostly not for children because they have to, they are the ones who are responsible in the end to make sure that everything is compliant. So they're going to make sure that it is, and they're going to declare your content as one or the other. Now they go and they say, oh yeah, this is content not for children, but you've got three videos in there that are targeted towards children, and they by default are now saying they're not targeted for children. You could get those fines. And that'd be $42,000 times three. So you got to go in and you got to make sure you do this. Now, if you're not running ads on your videos, you're probably okay, but you still have to do this. They're requiring that everybody do this. And the thing is, is um, you might say, well, you know, I don't run ads on my, and I'm not talking about you running YouTube ads. I'm talking about ads that run on your content. So you, you have your content monetized. Okay. So you may say, well, I don't monetize my videos. However, what happens if, you know, YouTube finds one of your videos and goes, oh, you know what? This is a, this is a song that belongs to, you know, uh, uh, Billy Joel or, or somebody. This is one of his tunes in the background there. So they're going to turn on monetization and that money is going to go to Billy Joel. If they do that and your content is miscategorized, that's when you could then get another fine. So even though you might say, well, I don't run, I don't run ads on my videos. So therefore it doesn't matter. It still could potentially matter. And again, you would be out of compliance by not doing it. So you really need to get in there and make sure you do that. And again, there are three ways to do it. And we're going to talk about those three ways right now. So the first way that you can do this is at the channel level. So if, if all of your content is clearly not for children, I don't think I have any channel where anything is geared towards children. Everything is geared towards business, um, adults, you know, it, it's just not children's content. So what I could do is I can go into the back end of, of YouTube, into the YouTube studio, and you go to your your settings area, and you go to advanced, and inside that area, there's, you just kind of scroll down, and there's a little pop-up nowadays in the new version of it, and right at the bottom there, it's going to have a couple of radio buttons, and you're going to have three options there. The first one's going to say that, uh, yes, this content is geared towards children, and it's going to say, no, this content is not geared towards children, or it's going to give you the option of choosing that your channel is a mix of multiple things. And so that way, if you hit that mix button, then that means you can go in and you can choose the ones that are children's content and say that's for children and the ones that aren't and say that they're not. Now, that's just one way. That's going to do it at a channel level. So in, in my case and in Steve's case, you're going to choose, no, this content is not geared for children. And then your whole channel should be all set from there forward. Okay. Now, 
You need to do this on an individual basis. You need to go back into your YouTube studio, go to your videos area where it lists all your videos. And now what you need to do is choose all the videos that are for children. And then you're going to hit the edit button at the top and you're going to, you're going to go to uh, audience. And then inside the audience area, you're going to say, this content is geared for children. You hit the button and it's going to turn all of those videos into content that's geared towards children. You can then choose all the ones that are not geared towards children and do the exact opposite and say that it is not, and then you'll be all set and compliant there. The third place that you'll be able to do this is when you're actually uploading a video. So when you go to upload a video, right now, as a matter of fact, if you upload a video right now, you'll see the the, the normal upload that you're used to, um, but up at the top, there's probably going to be a blue bar. And that blue bar is going to say, hey, you know, uh, you need to declare your content is, is either for kids or not for kids. So you need to use the new uploader, which, by the way, is still in beta. So it's kind of funny that they're requiring this while this is still in beta. But you're going to click that button. It's going to give you the new version of the video upload system, which looks a little bit different than before. Um, same stuff in there. It's just laid out a little bit differently. It's in a pop-up and and... You know, now what you can do in there is you're going to put in your title and your description and your tags just like you normally would. And this is where it gets kind of confusing because you're in a little pop-up and there are some, there's, there's three steps. So you got the first step, which is to, you know, put in your information and then the next one is your advanced stuff and then finally the publish. And what you don't notice on that first one is that you can actually scroll down and hidden why it's hidden when they're trying to tell you to do this is, is beyond me, but you see the, the big pop-up and it doesn't look like you can scroll up or down, but you can. You can scroll down. When you scroll down, underneath your description and, and your title is and your thumbnail is going to be an area that says, is this content for children or is it not for children? And again, you choose right there and then you hit next, fill in all your other information, hit next and then publish your video just like you normally would. But why they hide that when they're trying to make you do it, I don't know. Because uh, even when I first started messing with them, I'm like, where the heck is that? And then, oh, oh, I see you can scroll in here and it's down at the bottom. But you don't see a scroll bar on the side. You can't tell that it scrolls down, and but it actually does. And it's just kind of hidden there. So that's what you need to do. And this needs to be done so that all of your videos are in compliance with this. And make sure that you do it correctly. Don't, you know, don't just declare your channel all for not for children if you know maybe some of it could be you got to pay attention to it and quite honestly if you're not running ads on your videos and again i'm not talking about you running youtube ads i'm talking about at other people's ads running on your videos if you're not doing that uh, you're probably going to be safe for the most part but you still need to do this to be in compliance because there's nothing saying that google's not going to shut down videos or shut down your account if you're not doing this and making compliance so you definitely need to get out there get this done it doesn't take very long once you know how to do it you just go in there make the changes and boom you're ready to go so it's a it's a pretty easy process steve how did you find the process you thought it was pretty easy right yeah, I thought it was pretty easy. A couple of interesting things. Um, I've got a number of different channels, and when I'm doing uh, Google My Business listing uh, optimization, I will create a video for each market. So the main market, uh, Jackson, Mississippi, and then all the secondary markets like Flowood and Madison and that type of thing. And I make different videos for each one, but it's spun copy. You know, I do a a new voice track, and I put in different slides and stuff. But just to be careful, I spread them out all over different channels. Now, Monday, 
maybe it was Tuesday, I think it was Monday, I uploaded one, and there was nothing about COPPA on, on there. And then I uploaded the second video, and there it was. There was COPPA. And uh, so I, I was right in the middle of that whole thing. Uh, I actually got to see the first time it came up, probably within a, a few minutes. And then, and this is kind of just kind of off track, but um, then uh, in that beta version of the upload, things were in different places on different times that I uploaded. So they were messing with that, too. So. Yeah, and, and they probably will. They, they're they notorious for that. They do it all the time. They start with one thing, and then they change it and, you know, yeah. change it 15 times. And I had to hunt down the tags like three times. Well, yeah. <laughs> now where are the tags? How do I put tags in here? But uh, yep. I like the new interface, by the way, the new Creator Studio. I think it's... Uh, it's streamlined. It's it's a lot better. I do. I, I've got a couple of issues with it that really bug me. And, and, you know, now that we've kind of talked about that, we can go in this different direction with some of the changes. Um, the thing that bugs me is I don't like – you can't really do, like, the multiple uploads like you used to do at the same time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing, too, is you've got your boxes on there. So you put your description in the box, you know, and you write it in. In the old version, you had that little size thing. So I could take that box and make it nice and long and see the entire thing. You can't do that anymore. So you can only see just that little bit of your description at one time, and it drives me crazy. I, I absolutely hate that. Uh, if it had that draggable box again, then I would be perfectly fine with it. But because it doesn't, it really it hinders being able to see everything that you're putting in there and looking at it as a whole. It, it's just a, it's kind of a pain in the neck. Um, so there's a couple of things, and hopefully they'll fix those things. I've reported them. 800 times yeah. um so hopefully yeah, they've as, got the as, as have i the creator studio classic last time i looked is still an option but that's going to go away pretty soon yeah you know? I, and i do so. that quite often i still go back to the classic sometimes because i don't you know as long as the bait has been out there and everything i still can't remember where things are sometimes and i'm like oh just go to the classic so mm-hmm. well, especially if you're in a hurry yeah yeah which yes, we're all indeed. time poor we all got too much to do and not enough time to do it. So, but yeah, this is this is interesting stuff, and I don't know how they're. It's going to be arbitrary if they police it. You know, their people are going to get fined for doing nothing. You can see it coming. I'm I'm willing to bet that um, the WWE would be fined a lot more quickly than some random YouTube gamer, uh, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, there and and I would not doubt if there will be um, a lot of law firms that will be scouring for this type of thing so that they could get a piece of the action there somehow as well yeah so, yeah you'll you'll uh, probably yeah. start seeing the the ads on uh on youtube and uh youtube television and well cable here's and the satellite. thing if you think no. about this right let's say that um the government does declare a company like the wwe which is a billion dollar company so mm-hmm. And, and they've got mixed content like that. Um, let's say that the government does come along and say, oh, let's say they don't even find them. Let's say they don't find them. They just say, hey, uh, you've got some things in here. You should probably change them. And they give them a warning. Well, what's to stop a lawyer from turning around and going, oh, the government said you had wrong content and you injured my clients by invading their privacy as kids. We're suing you for $20 million. Hmm. I can see that going that down that road. I could see the litigation especially, coming from that. 
especially, yeah, and, and the WWE is a good example because they got money. An attorney's not going to sue you, by the way, unless you got some money. They're, you yeah. know, because yeah. mo- mo- in most cases, they're working on contingency. They're going to get a big piece of it. So if you've got money, they're going to sue you. And uh, if, if you don't, they're, you know, they're not going to sue you. So that's why the average gamer probably won't get picked on. But we'll see. No. But, but they could certainly get their stuff shut down and lose money. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, because because here's the other thing, you know, um, what if uh, instead of fining, you know, so-and-so $42,000, YouTube comes along and goes, oh, you violated this. We're shutting off your monetization. Mm -hmm. And you just went from making, you know, 200 grand a year in monetization to zero overnight because they decided that, you know, you said your stuff wasn't for kids and they decided it was. Mm -hmm. So, and I don't know if that'll happen, but I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt uh, for one it wouldn't surprise me. It, so. it wouldn't shock me. Let's put it that way. Yeah, so you bring up a good point. You know, I didn't think about that. Just a lot that. of opportunity mm-hmm. for abuse on this and a lot of opportunity for people to get kind of screwed over. Now, uh, in our industry, probably not a big deal. I don't, I don't foresee anybody in our industry getting into many different types of troubles because we're, you know, we're doing content that is definitely not geared towards children. Um, you know, my thumbnail blaster video does have a silly superhero, you know, th- maybe they could turn around and say that that's, you know, meant for children. Uh, but I'm not running ads on it. So I don't think that would be a- an issue either. But you never know. You just you never yeah. know. So, yeah, yeah, no, that's uh, it, it's something to keep in mind. Well, I, I, I landed a um, urgent care uh, clinic in Orange County. And uh, some of the, uh, when I was, I I use Content Samurai for my videos. It makes it real easy. And some of the, some of the clips that popped up were sick kids, you know, and and now that I think about it, maybe I shouldn't have used that, but uh, you know. Well, that's a different thing. And and, well, I mean, I guess it depends. And, you know, Uh, I don't think, I I don't think I I need to worry, but. But but I I was thinking of this the other day, which uh, I just thought of in my head again is, uh, we had one client who is a lawyer, and he's got a couple of ads that are like, you know, safe, kids' safety for Halloween. And it oh. has his children in there, and it's a, chi- a cartoony, you know, childish thing about how to be safe when you go out trick-or-treating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that, should that be marked as content geared towards ch- kids? Probably. Yeah. But would yeah. he would he necessarily think, oh, I've got content geared towards kids? Probably not. He's probably going to do the whole channel as being not for kids but those couple of little videos they are that one video of the halloween one is definitely geared towards kids maybe ge- geared towards kids and parents but it's definitely geared towards kids so could he run into issues now he's not monetized you know he's not monetizing anything so maybe it wouldn't matter but point being is that is mixed content there and you got to be careful of those things and and you know he probably wouldn't think of it you know did it a couple of yeah. years ago, and it's in there, and you know who would think of that? So, yeah, and 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 the fact that he's not monetized, I'm not monetized. I, you know, you're you're probably not putting a target on your back. I would think, but you never no, know. Well, I guess technically, you, know? you, you technically you really can't be breaking the law if you're not running ads at all. I, I wouldn't okay. think unless, okay. and this is the part that you know, and, and maybe we need to get. Uh, there's a lawyer on on YouTube has been doing a lot of, uh, of talk about this here because there's another part of this that might be a little unclear. And this is something that uh, I'd need to find out. And I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to, to say that this is the case or, or whatever, but um, if you're not monetizing, but your content is for kids, um, 
that data is probably being gathered for ads that are run elsewhere. So could you be held responsible for not saying that it is for kids and shutting off? Because maybe it's, you know, maybe saying, hey, this is content geared towards kids, even if you're not running ads, maybe it stops the data collection. So that's something that I think needs to be clarified because I'm not sure on that. So uh, take that with a grain of salt. That's me throwing out an idea there where they could come back and go, well, you're not running ads, but you didn't declare this was for kids. Kids are watching it. The data is being collected and ads are being run elsewhere and you're a part of that. Mm-hmm. So, And I don't know if that's the case or not, but it's certainly something to think about and something to be careful of. So uh, you know, we may have to reach out and, and ask about that and see if we can get a, a, an answer for that. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You bring up some well, good you points. Go. Yeah. All right, enough there of this political go. nonsense. Heavy stuff for a Friday. It is heavy stuff for us. So yes. we tried to have a little fun with it, but uh, yeah. Trying to wrap my puny brain around it. It's uh, it's definitely crazy. It is crazy. It definitely is crazy, crazy stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Well, like I said, with that uh, kind of a a. a Less upbeat, exciting episode, but something very, very important that people do need to pay attention to. So felt it was important to do that. Uh, a little more serious than normal, but hey, what are you going to do, right? Got to yep, do it. Right? You got, we got to cover it. People need to know about it. Uh, you know, people I mean, need, if you're... The people need... That is all the people, the people need, to, need know. to know. Yes. That is all the people need to know. Indeed. <laughs> All right, so with that, let's get out of here before we lose our complete minds on all of this stuff. That's right. That's right. Another episode in the can. Hopefully what you learned today is going to help you to be compliant, save you $42,000 in in fines from the uh, the government that's uh, out treasure hunting at the moment. So you got to be careful with that. And we hope this, uh, this, you know, will help you out a little bit. If you got questions about it, feel free to post them down below or post them wherever you see this video. Um, I'm not a lawyer. I can't really give the, the real answers, but we can certainly use what you ask as a way to find out some of the answers and uh, see what we can do about all this. And again, uh, you know, <sighs> government stepping on our toes again. Well, hopefully wild, next week stuff. we'll have something a little more exciting to, uh, to yeah. talk about and a little less serious. So, anyway, but I'm glad right. you covered this. I mean, me too, me too. I am as well. Okay, and uh, to put a little bit more fun under this, today's episode was made possible by our good friends at Thumbnail Blaster, the AI-enabled thumbnail creation system that allows you to make thumbnails for all your videos quickly and easily, professionally. And even if you don't have any artistic skills, all you do is go in, set your channel up, choose the video you want a thumbnail for, choose a template, modify the template, hit go, and boom, your video now has a professional thumbnail that will show up on YouTube automatically so that people can see what your video is about. Thumbnails are one of the best ways to improve the click-throughs on your videos. When people search, they see a nice thumbnail, they click on it. When YouTube evaluates videos and decides what they recommend, they want to see a good thumbnail and a good uh, 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 name for that video. So you got a title. That's the word I was looking for. You got to have a good title, and they will recommend your video a lot more likely to have that happen. So, uh, you know, check it out, Thumbnail Blaster. I'm going to stop babbling through this this read and uh, just tell you, get Thumbnail Blaster. RayTheVideoGuy.com slash Thumbnail Blaster, all one word. And you'll be able to start making thumbnails like a pro today. 
and for your clients. I make them for clients. Clients come to me and they say, hey, oh, yeah. you know, fix my videos up. Okay, we're going to do thumbnails on all hundred of your videos. And the great thing is, is uh, those clients think you're going to be putting in a whole lot of work for those hundred videos. So you can charge them pretty good. I'm going to do a hundred. I'm going to do a hundred thumbnails for your videos. And you can literally do each of them, each of them just boom, 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 and get them done very, very quickly and get a nice little, uh, you know, weekend reward in your pocket. So check there it out. Thumbnail Blaster, RayTheVideoGuy.com slash Thumbnail Blaster. And we'll see you guys next week. Have a good one, everybody. Have a good weekend. He's Ray the Video Guy. Yeah, Ray the Video Guy. His skill is where it's at. Even if he's a little fat, he's filled with video expertise. He has so much knowledge that you need. His YouTube ninja tricks can make your marketing so sick. He's Ray the Video Guy. Yeah, Ray the Video Guy.